another episode of small talk welcome everybody had a had to miss the last show my wife had a uh, christmas party so i got to catch it on the on the live on the other side of it so that was fun uh commenting and stuff and y'all making jokes and it was good y'all had a really great show uh part of what i need to uh say we'll go over go over it in the show overview but i got some thank yous uh we got some new this week. We got some Hasbro layoff drama and some uh, odd moves as well. And then uh, Haslab might be reopening, or they did reopen some of their uh, their releases for charity. And Shocking. We got, <laughs> and we got some uh, hot or not this week. But bulk of what we're going to be talking about today should be the show topic, a little bit of news. But uh First, let's get into our good old chat. We got Toy Mafia. Thanks for being here. Probably like, yeah, about an hour ago. So thanks. <laughs> uh, feel free to uh, drop some stuff in the chat so we can interact with you guys and have a good time tonight. Um, so, Chris, we're going to start with yeah. you. You got some... So you got some new pickups this week. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it just happened. I don't pre-order any TVC. I just happened to a uh, stop by GameStop and they had that Galaxy of Heroes 2 pack, which I bought really because I wanted the HK 47. And I feel like this guy is like a reissue of like a build a droid from like 10 years ago. Like, I don't think this is a new sculpt. I think they're just like they i don't like they definitely put him put him out in like a silver color like ages ago and um maybe this color as well but uh you know it's a beautiful card back it's a damn shame it doesn't say knights of the old republic on it rather than galaxy of heroes which is a cringe mobile game that many people are addicted to and i uh, will probably sell the jedi revan because he's non-canon and if you're revan and you turn to a jedi you wouldn't put your weird Sith armor back on with like beige robes. That's like a strange thing. You, that, I don't understand why he looks like that. He looks like that because he's uh, you could create the character and he has no canonical face. So that's that's what they went with. Doesn't make any sense. Um, the Sith Revan, that's a cool figure. But uh, yeah, that, that's just weird. And then, yeah, the Chopper. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the Ahsoka line, but I didn't have a decent Chopper figure and until this your best choice was the disney parks one but yeah here's a closer look at a couple of the figures here and the uh, the galaxy of heroes box had a cool feature there was actually a thin piece of tissue between the two bubbles i'm assuming so they don't get scratched when they like slide in together and because you know you get a scratched up tvc bubble and it looks foggy and you can't see the figure that good i i nice touch i like it uh both cards were in great shape so that was pretty cool all right thank you man uh bad fish is checking in with you one more time nothing new uh geez i mean i'm sure you got something but technically uh, i have sitting at the post office right now is the mark one uh, uh hot toys wow. so like the the com to... the, the uh not the comic version the uh <clears throat> the uh, big deluxe version the new one yeah like yeah. with the Damn like moving thing on the back 
Maybe. So are you going to be on unboxing for that? The PS4? Probably not. I don't have a boxing unboxing setup, really. There will okay. be a time where I'll have, like, a ton of hot toys to unbox, but, yeah, not hey, yet. Man, baby life is real. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Did you get, you get anything cool? Uh, Small-scale stuff. I got the, um, the Flash, the two Flash figures from the Oh, yeah, Flash I saw that on wave. your Instagram. Barry Allen. Well, they're both Barry Allen, but this is the new suit look. And then I got young Barry Allen in his Keaton uh, DIY flash suit. Oh, man. What a crazy look that is, you know? Mm -hmm. I love the look. The the sculpts are no bueno. Right. Get a focus on him. Yeah, yeah, he's like... A freaking uh, looks like a neon light, like Trash. in Walmart. <laughs> he's, a little, he's a little pale looking. The paint yeah, jobs are not as good as the sculpts, right? And the likeness is better on this one. This one actually somewhat resembles Ezra Miller. The other one just looks like a young Asian man. But uh, <laughs> they're cool figures, especially for what they're selling for on McFarland Toys website right now. I think they're like. Well, I got them for six. I don't know if they're six bucks anymore. They might be like eight bucks. But the Supergirl is eight bucks. The Dark Flash is eight bucks. So I'm kind of considering getting them because other than the Batman figures, those are the only other ones I don't have. So I forgot about that Supergirl. I wonder if Hot Toys, they're getting memed on for that face sculpt. I wonder if they're going to update that. I heard that was a while ago now. Fascinating. Yep. The McFarlane isn't better, obviously. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> uh, that movie's yeah. a fever dream, man. I can't believe it happened and no one cared. Dream, yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> no one. Yeah. Uh, good old Danny Lee there said a good, a cool pose, man. And when I saw him Thanks, on um, on Instagram, I was like, damn, those are legit. Like the stretch that, that you had the other one in is awesome. Yeah, the very good posing with the McFarlane figures. And they're doing something new with the knees that. I like more, or not knees, ankles that I like more than the way that they had the old ankles. So, definitely more uh, comic inspired there too. You know, like in the comics, oh, the they have that guy stretching, stretching yeah. far. He, the only thing that's not accurate, I guess, on it is the um, when he runs, he he has like these lenses that pop down. They're like yellow lenses. He doesn't have the lenses on the figure, and I don't know if yeah. the. I don't know if there's a chase figure or a platinum edition or whatever they call them. And it has like a darker suit. It's more of the color red that's on the other one. Mm-hmm. And maybe that one has the lenses. I didn't really check. The that's, gold, that's the gold ones. Gold uh, label. Yeah. Yeah. That's to protect his eyelids from ripping off. <laughs> that's probably a good thing. Dude. And then why doesn't his rest of his skin rip off of his face? Yeah, like face? what about this? What about his lips? How his, eyelids are weak. his eyelids are weaker, man. Flapping you know, back it's when it's he thinner. You know, it's yeah, like well, racing goggles. It's, you know. Wow. I think that was it. So, look at this guy. So, I finally, finally, finally jumped into Super 7. So, um, Amazing. Big Bad Toy Store had their deals and stuff. And Pinky and the Brain, separately, they were 27 each. That's good. Which is a really good price. Um, yep. My local comic book store had it for significantly more. Um, but man, I am so happy with this. It brought so much memories back and 
Uh, I even had to go and watch the intro back in the day with the with the tower intro. and Acme and things like that. Um, these little these little uh, chemical beakers, beakers. Beakers. beakers, man, these are awesome. You see how it how it changes colors. Sean's yeah, a gym teacher, not a science teacher. Yeah. Hey, you know, who's the, you know who's the scientist? It's my son. He just won uh, the district science fair for kindergarten. Oh, nice. Wow. So, yeah, that, we're, that just happened yesterday. We were super excited. Me can, and my wife were more stressed out than he was. <laughs> can I ask what these were at the comic store? Because they're normally like, what, 50 bucks or something? Yeah, I don't know what I they think are, the US. The comic store had them at like 70 or 80. Holy man. moly. So, yeah. I'm saying, no, they're not cheap usually. Yeah, and like just the animation on like some of the stuff, like it really brings, it really brings the, uh, the show to life. They had a they had some new episodes like last year, I think. I didn't I don't know if I, I didn't see what the critical review of that was if it was just as good or not, but I, I think it was on um some streaming service. I think they brought Animaniacs back, and this was a part of that. I think yeah. I want to jump on those. Like it was between. These two guys and my next two figures, and uh, which you kind of see there in the background, but or just get the three Animaniacs and would have tapped me out. But those um, are like um, these are like one to one too, right? I mean, oh yeah, like I would think they're <laughs> this is what this is what they would be, you know, yeah. if they were real. Um, and then I got the uh, Tyrannosaurus, Red Ranger, Zord, nice. and Goldar, and I've been wanting these for so long. For so long and it was just it was perfect timing because like i feel like the size of these guys they actually work with like if you wanted to do some kind of like fun uh, photography with like zords fighting goldar or whatever because the uh oh bless you <laughs> even the um the has not the has lab it's uh the ascensions line with the with the zords they're a good size but then there's nothing to like stand up to it you know like you can get some cool Megazord poses, but you don't get any cool like battle poses or anything like that because it's just, everything's too big, right? But with like yeah. this, with the Goldar, with this Goldar, it's just like perfect size. He stands up to the to the to the T Rex just perfectly. So, oh, as if they were like if they were if fighting he was big, yeah, you know. So like when they grow, right? When Rita makes yeah. them grow and stuff. So, so and it has some cool accessories and. Stuff like that too. Uh, the only one I really took out was the uh, the box with the Don't uh, laugh, Chris, coins. He didn't make a penis joke. He mm -hmm. said when Rita makes them grow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and then the coin. I was gonna bring the other one down for a comparison, but I didn't think about it. Uh, definitely That's a lot cool cleaner, detail. and it's yeah. heavy. I heard some people say like the weight on this thing is not as good as the actual. Uh, like the ones that go into the morphers, and I would have to disagree. I feel like this one is a lot better. It just won't clip more into a morpher. For sure. Yeah, it's more detailed. Detail that looks better. Cleaner. The other one didn't have the black in it, right? It was like all gold uh, on the Hasbro ones. The let yeah the yeah there's those, no like no. real paint at all. I think right. They kind of really stole it from the uh, like the original morphers. Like they didn't have any kind of like crazy uh. texture to it or anything like that. Yeah, that one's but, uh, the legacy ones are definitely where it's at. You know? I think, well, I know for a fact we're going to get into HasLab talk later, but I mm -hmm. think my rule is going to be I'm on strike until <laughs> they do a Zord. 
Until they do a Zord, I don't want nothing from Hazlet. Well, and it's so disappointing, right? When when they did the the Ascensions line, well, how cool it was. Yeah. Definitely missed opportunity. But yeah. here's uh here they are here they are going up against each other. They they like again they scale perfectly. I just wish that the uh, the T Rex had a little bit more art- articulation in it, but it's just a huge chunk of plastic. It's pretty screen accurate articulation. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, even I'd love Goldar, to see. It's pretty. I'd love to see accurate. a good. I want to see a good stop motion of these guys fighting with like real low hey, cameras. I'm down and, like, with that. I go yeah. on Christmas break next week. Maybe I'll do some of that. Get some go go to the model shop and get some crappy little trees and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a uh, Father Christmas coming from uh, Four Horsemen, and I kind of wanted to do a Christmas set with it, but it doesn't come until Tuesday, so I'll miss it by a day. But the oh, packaging's man. awesome. Just the yeah the, uh, the 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 printout on it and the way they have everything packaged. There's actually stuff behind all of the Animaniac stuff, so. It's not just what you see in front. There's, they got other things in the back, and then uh, the T Rex is just a big clamshell. So there's a little bit of waste of space, but the T Rex makes up for it. And then um, what's what, the is that a keychain? Yeah. yeah, check this out. It's his world. It's globe. the world. That's what I thought. I figured. I was just curious. Yeah, world domination. I, I tried to you... put it on the uh, on the magnet. It only works a little bit. You have to get it right in the right spot. Man. You're not kidding. Those Animaniacs boxes look that like almost looks better in box than loose, man. That's Dude, crazy. that's the no. problem with Super Seven. Is that's yeah, what I was gonna say. I never say. know what I want to do with them. Are you just gonna toss the boxes now that you've opened them, though? No, I mean it comes with. Uh, they come with shippers and all kinds of stuff, man. Well, not all kinds of stuff, but it comes with the shipper and stuff, and it's real nice. You and it. you know, I would. S- I don't know. I, have, I might have to keep them. I might have to keep them. <laughs> my my Mar- my Le- legends ones. Those can go out the door. I think. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say you probably toss all those boxes. Right? There are certain ones that I kept, but uh, most of them, yes, most of them have been thrown away systematically over the last year. Yeah, I'm, I've kept some boxes, but I'm at the point of like, I'm just gonna trash some more of them. Why keep them if I'm keeping the I'd figures? I'd love to light all of my boxes on fire. Hey, it's getting cold. Enough. That's the move. Recycle. <laughs> hey, I'm from the. Uh, we're from where they they invented that. You gotta. I just. I don't know how the statue guys do it. Like <laughs> I, I don't know how statue and hot toys guys do it, man. Like I have two premium formats, two, and like those boxes piss me off every time I see I them. I know, man. What that... premium formats do you have? Old Star Wars ones. That that uh that's a Mark Pearson. He he said he got really drunk one night and just burned all his all his uh black series boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. It's smart. He's like, I need the room or something. I don't know what the impetus was, but he Well, I I mean that happened, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, like I heard, I, like I hear the I hear those guys like on John's show talk about. Oh yeah, I'm gonna build a shed just for my statue boxes. I'm like Jesus Christ. I know it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, my half of the walk-in closet is like ways. full of my my statue boxes. Well, Nothing what? on the size of like premium format or like XM or anything like that. While I still want some XM stuff. Three of those boxes. So jeez, man. Well, I got some thank yous to do. Uh, it's the end of the year. It's the last show of 2023, uh, uh, starting off fresh in 2024. But 
you know, I was very thankful this year. I, I had a good year in collecting. I'm going to start going through my figures and kind of pick out like a top five. And me and Chris were talking backstage. Maybe we'll do it on on Instagram instead of doing it live or yeah. or even just in a video. But uh, have some fun with the Instagram. But uh, new experience leading the show, new experience hosting the show, you know. Uh, and I've had a lot of fun doing it. And I, I, I really appreciate Zach and Dean giving me the chance to do it. And. I, I love it. I love it. And uh, got two new cast members, right? Two co-hosts that have done so much for me. Just like just as past show, you know, they pick it up, pick up the slack and stuff. And Badfish knocking out show sheet and Chris knocking out uh, video and and the intro and just adding the 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 be- the better touches, I guess you could say, to some of the uh, artwork that I've tried to do. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. It's a group effort, you know? Um, it really is, man. And I just appreciate you guys coming through and doing all that kind of stuff. And then, Eddie, you've come through, too. You know, you've been you've been on here uh, several times since uh, since kind of the, the new uh, format and the rebranding and stuff. So I appreciate you guys. And anyone else who has been on Small Talk this year as I've uh, taken over and led it and stuff. So Steve, Dean's been on here, Zach again. Um, taste this, taste this. Yeah, yeah. new He's... R- Ross on from Cyberzomic. Who else? Did it? Oh, oh, oh well, no, it was. Um, we had D- Dylan was on. Or was it? Was he on for the 100 episode? Yeah. Yep, Dylan came on for 100. Mark was on earlier in the year before yeah, we did so the rebrand. Lots yeah. of people. Shout out to anyone who was on. If we forgot mm-hmm. you, sorry, but uh, we 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 haven't we forgot you in our hearts. Everyone that matters. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They all matter. They all matter. <laughs> oh, Steve, casual. That's why I said, yep. that's why I Steve. said Steve. <laughs> yeah, oh, you said Steve. I can't miss that. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't forget. But, uh, I can't forget. I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for helping out so much, and I cannot wait for what 2024 has to bring for yeah. the Small Talk crew. Yeah, it's been good, you know, being part of the the CW team, and I love the sort of uh, we're having CW is having a bit of an Eddie Renaissance. He's on the main show a bunch again now, and like you know, it's uh it's good that he has reemerged and like is collecting or something again. It's fun times, <laughs> but uh, but you know, um, you know, it's really fun being on like one of the regular CW shows that we just definitely know Zach doesn't watch, so we can like say funny stuff about him. It's good. <laughs> What an honest opinion. But um, moving on. We haven't seen a comment. We haven't seen a reply yet, so I'm pretty sure he's right. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to our show topic. Lots of drama within the last, what, two weeks or so uh, with Hasbro. You know, I've gone back and forth on, well, do I want to shit on them? Do I want to try to find... (laughs) A better a better way to uh, to look at the situation and then I talked to Dylan um, and he gave a really great perspective while it sucks everything we're doing on a consumer side of it there is a lot of people on the bad end of this uh, right at the holiday and stuff Um, you know I think we've all either been in a situation like some of these employees or we've um, 
or we've uh, known someone who's been in these situations and how much harder is it at the holidays, right? But uh, Hasbro announced a layoff of 20% of their global workforce uh, within the next year going into 2024. That's about 900 to 1100 jobs. Um, reasonings were slowdown in toy sales, COVID, they said, coming back from COVID. Um, and it's worth noting that they dropped about a thousand jobs earlier this year. So they're going on a solid 2000 jobs gone, you know, almost couldn't up to like the 300 or 3000, uh, number, you know, uh, which is sad to see from one of the, probably the biggest toy company out there as far as like mass production gaming things like that uh our our nostalgia right came from hasbro a lot of that you know um so lots of questions need to be asked and a lot of things need to be cleared up who's this affecting directly you know i'll there i'll talk about that here in a second um, but really not too much information as far as how it affects the things we actually talk about here on the show, such as Transformers every now and then, uh, Marvel Legends, Star Wars Black Series, Power Rangers, which we know have uh, taken a hiatus, um, G.I. Joe Classified, and any of those other uh, collectible-esque um, brands that Hasbro has. What was confirmed... Uh, by a few different sources on uh, on X is Wizards of the Coast and Magic of the Gather, uh, Gathering crew are the first people to really feel this hit. So not so much Hasbro Pulse or anything that comes out of that, which besides some of the gaming, the exclusive gaming stuff that they've come up with, uh, some other uh, analysts and scientists in their in their ranks and um, some other, uh, uh, advertisers, advertisers and designers, things like that, mainly so far in the gaming section there, whether it's the board games, the card games, whatever, um, that's still not that that's only a, a handful of people who have been announced. One of which willingly retired per one source that I saw. And um, it's just, it's hard to see, you know. Uh, I watched the parts of the live stream that Hasbro did on their new X-Men stuff that they were releasing. And at the end of it, kind of had more of a um, ominous end where he was like, we really appreciate our team and we really love the people we worked with and we thank everybody who's, who've supported us. And I'm like, are you doing an th- end of the year thank you or an end of the year goodbye? It wasn't so much, um, it wasn't really clear on what that meant. It, they did kind of seem kind of down on it. And that was just, that's just my opinion. But um, all of this guys, and I know I'm kind of rambling on some of it, but all of this dropped and then we got the Hasbro McFarlane uh, announcement. And I have a little bit of issue with this. Um, <laughs> one, what you have issue with this as a toy action figure collector? You're you're annoyed in some way by Hasbro's business decisions, Sean. You know, <laughs> well, you know, do elaborate. Thing. Hasbro has the rights to the Mar- the Marvel stuff, right? They have the rights to Transformers, GI Joes, everything that we've just kind of mentioned. 
And then you go to McFarlane, which is a crazy jump for me, I think, where competing companies, for one, arguably doing a decent amount better, right, uh, with some of their stuff. And Cheaper? Then- Cheaper, cheaper and double jointed knees at least most of the time can't argue well, with that and then it's the page pu- double uh, the page punchers, right? females too yep and uh then you have the page punchers so i did some more research on the page page punchers and i didn't quite know the difference of course they had their seven inch line and then their three and three quarters line right and i learned that the three and three th- uh, quarters line have reprints of their comics right i think i think they're even smaller than three and three quarter but every time i've seen them they look like they're barely a figure it's like a comic book and this tiny little thing on there and it's supposed to be highly articulated from the press release okay i know i've never looked at it close enough apparently to know that they're actually like decently articulated are the small ones highly articulated i feel like the small ones are five point articulated and that's what someone else said they're more five point and um the from what they said in the in the press release is of course McFarlane announced the uh, exciting news of the multi-brand licensing agreement uh leading uh with the leading toy and gaming company Hasbro adding Transformers, Power Rangers, GI Joe, Dungeons and Dragons to their Page Punchers line kicking off with Transformers and GI Joe products. Each Page Puncher will include a full comic uh, comic book with two articulated figures. Um, the three and three quarters line, what I'll call it, has a reprint. Um, McFarlane himself ha- said that. But the uh, seven inch page punchers have a completely new uh, comic. You're not going to get it in comic stores. You have to buy it through page punchers. Which is which Good. is cool, but if you're going to add two figures to this uh, Marvel line of page punchers and a comic, I don't see them doing no seven uh, seven inch line. It's going to be the three and three quarters line, and um, how expensive is this going to be? You know, you're throwing two figures in it. He ain't going to be able to keep that down at a $25 price range. And at that point, you might as well get a six six inch figure. I don't know. It's McFarlane, man. They're tiny figures. Like I, I think it's gonna be manageable. Are, you know what are the page punchers now? Look at that. None of us collect. I them. know. Good job. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I think they're really pretty sure they're really cheap. Yeah. But you know, but like going back to like this this sort of combined with the layoffs, like I I feel like it's not really surprising that this is like a like a like a wildly changing evolving market like it could be that like you know we're like we there's a lot we there's a lot more like specialty high-end small figure brands like mm-hmm. sh figure arts even like even like Haya toys for example which we're going to talk about something later like that stuff you can't find at your average walmart and uh you know it's a little more detailed it's a little more direct to the collector market and it might just be that like the the scale and distribution setup that Hasbro has for something like Star Wars figures, Black Series, TVC. It's just like it's set up as if a bunch of kids are getting them like mm-hmm. all the time and at Christmas and whatnot. And that's just might not be the reality anymore because kids are like not that into it. And it's like is Hasbro like Hasbro either scales way back 
or they like let someone else do it basically for a higher price because like the, their whole setup is mass production right like it might just be so uh, such a different model to them that it doesn't make sense you know what i mean so well, and what i thought about is all the companies like what you mentioned some of the companies who are doing better things with their licenses i think of three zero you know with the uh the power their power ranger power ranger line i think of super seven differences right you're getting more accessories from one you're getting a completely scaled different figure from the other you know i mean whether whether it's the dlx line or the uh the six scale power ranger line you're getting something different you're getting a higher quality product you're getting more accessories none of which is really hasbro's mo and when i say hasbro i'm just saying generally you know with pulse and all that kind of stuff and yeah the price has increased but it's almost like they're going back and forth with it it feels because in their press release they were talking about their page punchers they're like parents love that not only do the kids get a toy but they get a book and they love the fact that they can read okay i can buy that you yeah. know but i don't think that's where the page punchers were targeted originally and it feels like a cop-out i don't know those small figure page punchers never really made a lot of sense to me because like the figure just seemed like pretty much nonsense so you're buying a comic cover that's like in a prepackaged case and the figure is like a token thing that mm -hmm. i don't know i don't really i don't get those i'm sure somebody watching is collecting those and thinks we're philistines for not appreciating how cool they are it's that's how it is with everything guys you know what, what can we say but you know the i think the bigger th thing here and like you know if you listen to like a lot of the uh like the tvc collectors hasbro hasbro and star wars is like sort of a touchy thing because like technically speaking it's sort of still the same company that first started making three and three quarter star wars figures like 45 years ago because like hasbro bought kenner in around 2000 and so that's why your tvc figures still say kenner on the front of them not because kenner still exists but because hasbro owns the trademark to that and like you know would it be sad to see that go to someone else's hands where they can't they can't make them look like that or they can't put that logo on there yeah, I don't, I don't, we're not there, and there's been no announcements about that, and they'll probably cling to Star Wars, like, with a death grip. But, like, you know, it's it's not, you know, it ain't, it's not the end of the world. You can always collect backwards. And uh, I wouldn't be afraid of changes and new things, because if, if this sort of, this scale of collecting becomes a more niche collector market-focused thing, I don't think that's going to be bad for the consumer. I think you're going to get m more interesting stuff maybe less of it, but it's gonna, it's gonna be more dynamic. Just, um, with, with that, it's, there are some seven inch page punchers. I'm looking mm -hmm. the, tw there's also some two packs already here. They're 22 bucks Canadian for the, wow. the page punchers and then 15 for, for a single like regular one. And then this, the, the, th the 25 to 30 for the seven inch so they're still pretty cheap and i can see why those they they're not targeted to us that's why we don't really think they're interesting when i see them in the store i'm like i look at them but i kind of pass them pretty quickly and um i think that is the target audience is younger younger kids who will 
they parents see that value of like you get a couple of well, figures because kids don't care how detailed really they are and it's kind of hard for them to even just get into something when we've overtaken targets and walmarts and all these other stores buying black series buying yeah man half Hasbro, the time we, uh, we go there and it's already picked over right and like and you know and the kids aren't getting anything their dad's not not vulturing that place like we are you know yeah. GameStop <laughs> for me is pretty well stocked now with like variety so you there are places there are those places but i do agree with, there are certain places that don't have anything when it comes to that but um i think there there's a lot of possibilities when it comes to this one like it may not just be the three inch or whatever uh it may be seven inch or something Who well knows? and what i'm nervous what i'm nervous about is that you you were naming off some of the prices that's fairly cheap that's canadian and too and what at what cost to hasbro and mcfarlane does this fall you know you just dropped a whole bunch of people you're trying to save i think they said three or four hundred million dollars within the next year through these layoffs you know and then all of a sudden you're well, gonna get you're gonna get two figures and a comic for 15 20 bucks but price point might be the key to this whole model remaining sustainable like the like it might be that you only you only can have kids repeatedly getting your figures if they're under mm -hmm. a certain mark like that might be why Hasbro's hurting worse than something like McFarlane, right? Like McFarlane well, might have paid them a chunk of cash to also for and, this deal. Maybe well, and like a parent's price point. These a parent's lines. price point, at least from my experience, is ten to fifteen bucks. We take my boys to Target or to wherever to go get them a toy. All right, you got ten to fifteen bucks. You know that makes sense, and, and those they'll be in that with American. I mean, fifteen for Canadian, so probably twelve American, maybe. But then you think about all the different hands that McFarlane has in, in this line. Now he's going to get transformers. He's going to get power Rangers. He's going to get uh, GI Joe. And just on the comic side, most of those are all different publishers. You got boom, you got um, Marvel, you have, uh, I think Titan was one of them. That, oh, that for I the saw. comics, you know, yeah. for the comics. So, so they get this a they get a piece of the pie for the comics, you know, <clears throat> and that just I feel like that leads to uh, a beginning of the end almost for some well, of these licenses. Th that being said, though, uh, I'm sure McFarland pays less for like a Hasbro owned IP like Transformers or uh, Power Rangers than they than they're paying DC for these seven inch figures that are like twenty dollars you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i'm not I, I'm, I don't think it's gonna be difficult for them to make money on this stuff if, if that's yeah. where you're getting at i don't think this is beginning and and i think it's the opposite this is just another way to put the have more market have more product on the shelf and having another company doing it for you mm -hmm. basically and it's just more market and possibly uh, better yeah and more options for um for like you said that that target audience of that 10 to 15 dollar price range for for um parents yep. buying and they've been doing it already like you guys have seen the uh their reaction figure gi joe's that's a hasbro ip be, being made by what is it who makes those super, super seven? seven yeah so you know they're already that, that that line's been on for at least a year maybe two already and if you notice that retro line for the three and three quarters have uh have kind of stopped 
for for Marvel. They I think they did one other line last summer for it, and then you really didn't see too much of it. But that's you know? but that's Which Hasbro. One, sorry? The has you're t- that's has that's not Super Seven though. That's the Hasbro's own thing. No, well, that's oh, what, yes. yeah. I was talking about the Hasbro stuff. But you were you yeah, were yeah. saying like picking up from Super Seven. So yeah. here I have uh, three figures that I found at my local Target that are four inch figures. As far as I could tell, I didn't go and like uh, try to evaluate the <laughs> box and all this the- kind of stuff. Why is the box but- so big? What's going on there? It looks like it comes with one accessory each. The uh, the uh, Thor has like a a variant of Stormbreaker. I think uh, Cyclops has like the beams on his eyes, and then um, the Spider Man has like the tentacles. And these are four inch figures. And if you're targeting the kids, are you gonna stop this line and you're gonna let Hasbro or uh, McFarlane pick it up? I I would say they're they're willing to to maybe this isn't even selling I don't know but they might just run them simultaneously. Well, but as far as we know, the McFarland thing's only page punchers, and it's not yeah, Marvel. No Marvel. It's just no Marvel stuff. Yeah. So so I don't know. I it's not the end that. of the world. It's just you know it, it's it, it's uh, I feel like it's very much in line with I think what they did with Super Seven and the GI Joes is even weirder because they have retro three and three quarter figures on the market yeah. like those marvels you were just talking about and the star wars ones so it's like why are you gonna let someone else make gi joes for you that are almost the exact same that's kind of weird but uh they yeah have beast wars transformers like optimus like there's little mini ones that i saw yeah, exactly that's another hasbro ip yeah, yeah. You, you don't you, these don't like page punches and stuff that don't ever interest you any like any of this sort of stuff no uh the only page punchers that interest me are the seven inch stuff. Um, yeah. So if they did that, that would be cool. Uh, you got the Mr. Chance. Freeze, right? That's the. What was that? You got the Mr. Freeze. He's not a page puncher, though. Wasn't he? Oh, the one okay. that looks like Kenny? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they do a lot of seven inch page oh, punchers. Oh, the though, cold? Right? That's not a Mr. Freeze. That's a. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. The old school looking one. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't get that. The steampunk one. Yeah. All right. Um, no, I, if they did seven inch, I would be. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I'm confused. Are we for this or not for this? <laughs> do we like this or do we not? I think like it's a good thing. Sean this? thinks it's a bad thing. Is what I'm gathering. I like chaos, so I'm I'm for it. <laughs> I would, but like I'm weird. Like I love three and three quarter Star Wars. I wouldn't be mad if TVC stopped tomorrow. You think Sean, Sean, you're just confused because of the layoffs, and then they announced this. I my, think is what right. you know, the contradiction. My big questions are: Do kids play with five POA figures still, and do they read yeah. comic books? <laughs> do kids <Yeah>. read? <laughs> well, no adults are buying. Like, look at this figure I have on the screen here in this giant box. Yes. They've had a Star Wars line that's essentially the same as this for like five years now they come in tiny little boxes they're like 5.99 and like no adults are buying those right surely a hundred percent kids play with those things i know yeah kids who are like uh, like my nephew who's five to six like he has this sort of stuff a hundred percent and like he doesn't read as much but there are other kids i've seen who definitely do who are his age or like I was at a toy show and like there was a comic guy beside us and he had a box bin of free comics and not every kid, but almost every kid picked something 
uh, from the free bin. Which also surprised me because I was like, now they might just sit there. But I've I've I have seen kids who who do read like that sort of stuff or like shocking um, behavior. Yeah, it, it seems it like is it might be like yeah, the with, dad, especially with reading. The, the parent reads it and then they just kind of throw their kid in there too. They start, oh, you're it's new comic book day. Well, can I get a comic book? Where? Um, yeah, yeah. Where is this information available at? Like the layoffs, and then the um, McFarland Hasbro. McFarland announced it on their Facebook. As far as the Page Punchers, um, Associated Press did some stuff. I think CNN did like, some stuff. These layoffs didn't happen layoffs. until I see your. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I don't really like to comment on stuff that I don't know anything about, and this is definitely something I don't. know. Uh, yeah, it's about, true, so. but it was everywhere. Like, I, yeah, that's a good point. We should have the source citable, but uh, it's and I said, like I said, lots of yeah. unanswered questions. I'm t- yeah. I'm kind of spiraling, thinking down like some implications, like what well, could this mean for some of these other other lines? Because Power Rangers take a hiatus. Well, that's God, already that's God already started, right? <laughs> I think it's just that COVID bubble is popping. It's really hitting with a lot of companies are realizing it and they're finally reacting more. And um, when when was it earlier? When was it earlier in the year with a thousand jobs were cut earlier? When when was that? Do you remember? I think it was. I do kind of remember. Early last year. Oh, last year. Last year. Well, this, I mean, like this this 2023. Earlier. So, so it's, so that's two this year Mm -hmm. and it's, a decent amount of part but that that is a reaction on both sides but i'm a bit surprised it's more maybe more focused on magic the gathering but i guess maybe that's maybe dipped even more because there was that there was a huge burst of interesting trading cards during mm-hmm. the pandemic so i can imagine that fell off even harder than action figures not so. to mention yeah. though hasbro did say they wanted to get more into uh like the gaming side of it well, yeah. it makes sense. Like, you know, like uh, it's weird for me. Like I've never been more interested in magic than I am right now, just cause that Lord of the Rings set like really brought me back in, but and that was post pandemic. And like, I, I don't know how they're hurting because literally like they just print up, they get a bunch of art done and then it's paper products. So no wonder yeah. they want to get more into the gaming side of things. Cause they're not doing sculpts. They're not dealing with factories, figuring out paint apps and put assembly and all that. They just print them print a million cards and and charge insane prices for them and the collectors eat it up so like you know they 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 got to market that stuff a little better if they're laying off mostly magic guys that surprises me but uh but i don't know man it's it's all good shakeups are good evolving evolving markets are good there's always going to be somebody making high-end 118th and 112th figures you don't have to worry about that if somebody if a license goes cold somebody else is going to pick it up it's oh all good. yeah, there's always going to be someone who's going to be ready to take their shot. One of the maybe um, <laughs> go ahead. Maybe to your point, Sean, about their Hasbro line not succeeding. Uh, maybe that's why they're partnering partnering yeah. with McFarland because they think that he can spice it up a little bit, and maybe that'll give them the edge they need to sell more of that specific line. Sure. Make fun, maybe Mar- maybe he had success with the page puncher stuff. I don't really know. For me, I feel like that stuff sits, but I'm not paying attention to it. So maybe that's what it is. It's just a way for them to. I mean, there is a kids version of. I, w- I don't want to say like lightning collection, 
but there's a kid's version of it where it is similar to these four inch figures. I think they're more like five and, uh, basically the same thing, you know, you get the little accessory to go with it and it's, uh, yep. The Titan heroes, right. That's what this that is, is the 12 inch, but it's the same art on that box, which is funny, but this is just something I got for my mm -hmm. son. But yeah, he's, he's the, that that's, um, the 12 inch one. But yeah, that that's as funny as the same art. But uh, I don't know. I just find some of it interesting, just the way like the layoffs came off, and then the partnership. And like again, I get I get like needing to like uh, I don't know what's the right word. Not auction off the the license, but like a partnering with the license and for someone who could do it possibly better. I know some people were concerned about scaling. So if this is the first step, you know maybe there is a seven inch line coming. So they're thinking like, well, is it going to be off scale or whatever? And but... this is also all their stuff. They are more connected to, right? Like it's not like they don't own star Wars and like they own transformers. They can make that deal. They can't it. Star Wars is licensed out to SH figurettes or whatever. You know what I mean? There are other uh, right. companies that are licensed to make these competing things already. I think Hasbro will keep that that because they're like you said that mass production model is is available for Disney um, mm -hmm. when it comes to that sort of stuff. One of the guys I was I was referencing, he had mentioned that uh, when Nintendo hit their slump with like the Wii, the Wii U, and then later on the uh, the Switch coming out being a huge success, uh, they had mentioned how in the slump the upper management took the hit. They told him, we want you guys to keep your job. We want you guys to be part of the revival of the company. And the upper guys took the hit on their, their salaries and paychecks. And I know, I think that's one of the things that are, uh, people are bashing Hasbro on too, is that they went for the cuts, but at the same time, is that the, an American the difference? Company? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, they, sure they are, yeah. a lot Maybe of their stuff is done overseas. Eddie, right? shit. Eddie, are you implying that there's a cultural difference between Japan and America? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. Japan knows how to make movies still, too. Godzilla Minus One was really good. But uh, what are you going to do? Who knows? So those uh, those page punchers are expected out early next year. So it would I think it'd be worth maybe trying to pick one or two of them up just to kind of check them out and see what they're about. Um, but moving on to the last part of our discussion, Hasbro had announced that they were going to reopen some of their Has Labs for their members as a charity project uh, to uh, to donate to uh, what they call it. I think Hasbro Hospital, something like that. And Hasbro, it's on the next slide. Yeah, Hasbro, the Hasbro Children's Hospital. And I just don't know how I feel about this because it's and I think it was who said it on the other chat, the uh, small talk uh, chat, where it's like, that's everything they've been against, right? Like these are supposed to be high end. These are supposed to be limited, which in reality, they're not. I mean, some of these well, things have what, 20,000 units out there. Yeah, but I mean, let's okay. Real talk though, twenty thousand units is still less than anything they would ever send to retail. I know it's hard to imagine that being true, but it totally is. It's mm -hmm. like 
you know, like like uh, the barge was what was the barge like seven thousand or something, something like that. And like, I remember a Steve Evans who was like in charge of the Hasbro Star Wars brand team at that time said something like, because that sold seven thousand, the like yak face that was included with that is the lowest production Hasbro Star Wars figure like ever made, like mm. for sure at 7,000 units, right? So, you know, this, and, and also what you got to remember is there, they never said they, like there was no, there's nothing in the HasLab terms, nothing in, <laughs> nothing in the description. They never said they weren't going to do this because they, they, you know, it was in the, it was in the plans from day one and, and, and there's, and you never also know, like, especially with the barge, for example, mm-hmm. like they were probably afraid that it wasn't going to make it. There's there's credible rumors that guys like Kevin Foggy, for example, bought like hundreds of barges and like just has them in a warehouse somewhere. Maybe somebody at Hasbro did the same thing just because they wanted to make sure that it would go over the line on that first one, because it's the, the first one had to succeed or it'd be a marketing disaster. So, you know, they probably have a few hundred of these things sitting around and they got unload them at some point. They're paying warehouse fees for them. And, uh, you know, I feel like this is not the end of the world. It's going to hurt the secondary market prices of a few things. But, uh, for a good cause. But the barge is the I, only one that's going to sell out, though, because this other stuff's too recent and it's too affordable. And anybody who wanted it probably ordered it. Did they do the Cookie Monster? Because that one would probably sell too. I, I yeah, tried but, to get into it and I just got hit with the wall. Like, it doesn't say anything on the HasLab site. You know that, like, okay, this one's available, but for You're well, member? members, you have to. I think you already have to be a member. Yeah, yeah. and it was only for twenty four hours. It was literally. Yeah. I found out about it the day after. Yeah. So was well, there? I I'm think there was too, some information what was available, though, right? Like people were. How, how many people? I want to know how many people made memberships in enough time to do this. So I don't think we can even get it in Canada, Badfish. I don't know. But it's already you over anyway. Can, but the perks aren't as good because you don't get free shipping like you do in the US. Okay. I believe. There's no like shipping. So deal. you could have got in on this. But from yes, Canada. you could have. Yeah. And I believe even in the UK now, uh, they've extended it there. But um, I, I would love to know. I believe there was. I don't. I think I read a little bit, but I have to do a bit more research now. I'm curious. But I believe there was. There was at least one. Um, at least one uh okay yeah equan uh may have some more yeah believe there, uh, i was there on the dot to get a proton pack didn't get it i assume they were the the original retail prices um but um i think there was a barge is what i was going to say sorry but um i'm not sure yeah. what else there was my thing was uh like so like i said like how many memberships do they benefit off of this? Because if it's for charity, then be charitable for all of it. You should be donating those memberships as well, at least for that event, including whatever you made off of off of whatever Haslabs you sold. But um It is a little you, funny. And it yeah. kind of adds to what Zach talks about about like the ghost, like the ghost uh numbering, like how it just pushes right at the last minute you know and stuff and so it's like well are they are they pushing it or is these are these just like extras because you have to account for well, 
maybe there was a misproduct in it, or maybe there was something broken. You have to replace that. So I'm yeah. not entirely sure how, how all that works. The, but the, um, po- the posts here is saying or claims that it's that it's the vault, which is what they're calling it. This right. Haslab vault is the additional quantities of successful Haslabs that they made to ensure backers are satisfied should there be issues in transit or unforeseen individual product issues. So that's literally saying these are the backups we made right. um, for whatever Haslabs were successful. Um, so whatever whatever and and as i chris kind of mentioned already i was going to say as well they've got to at at some point this is eating up warehouse space and they They have to get rid of it they've had to at least made a couple hundred every single note on there that they could Mm -hmm. to keep them out of hot water they made hey but hey it's charitable hey these are extras that we had hey these won't be enough to make the other one lose value. Well, hey. it, it's that they sounds must like that's have been true. Instantly though, as equal, it sounds like it was very yeah. quick. So, so it mean that means it. Oh, no, I think we lost extra. Them. They made so it was a round number for the factory. If it yeah. went that fast, yes. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's definitely. An, I I think it's okay. And to me, it makes sense. And the fact it goes to charity, I agree with Eddie. It is they're making all the points they need to, but I yeah. think for a good reason. But I, I, I would be curious. Uh, exactly. I wish Dean was uh, in the comments right now and had had a uh, something to say about it. But hopefully, he ordered well, a barge while he had a chance at retail I price. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I would have, I would have probably tried to get someone to get me the proton pack as well. Cause I, that's the only one I'm really, really sad. I missed, but just speaking of Haslabs, the, the, the other pack had 24,000 backers in the end. Um, the, the, um, PKE and ghost trap. So that, that was, that, that was quite successful too. And that was just before this. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't seen. Um, I haven't seen a report of what was actually available, or, or if it was everything or what. But um, I don't think so it was everything. Fan favorites. So. Yeah, I am curious. I, I I would love to know if anyone's made any videos or. I don't even know what the page looked like. If anyone even got a screenshot of that, I bet there but. were some razor. So Equan, maybe sure. uh, maybe there can, maybe to, can yeah. you enlighten us a little bit? What was available when uh, when you uh, so got onto the page? Everybody pro, like for it or against it? Good thing for, or bad? Uh, I think it's a good thing because check it out. It sold out so fast. I didn't even know that it was one day and it was already over. Like I already can't do it if I want to. Like that's yep. pretty, that, it's, mm-hmm. you know, they're not blowing it out. You know, they're not making it available as many as you want. Like, you know, it's pretty exclusive still. It seems like the vault might come back again possibly it seems like they've made this as a branded thing possibly to maybe uh because they're saying that they're describing what the vault is yeah maybe it will come back in but, but i'm but okay vault with two. that because it's so limited yeah they're not gonna have barges on vault number two are they i'll they, be surprised they might, they might. I, I, i'd be surprised if if they say they they probably made at least at least 50 to 100 maybe even 200 as backups right 
there's no way they sold all 50 to 100 of those instantly yeah maybe but that was the, but... that was the lowest number one right and unless yeah. they're okay the board oh, game he... thing what in if... unicron what if no one backup for every single backer yes no they do a percentage it's a percentage failure rate kind of thing right yeah because there was like so many people who complained like they're like just with the star wars stuff like i know people who were like oh my my box came damaged and they complained hasbro i saw guys get sent unused like art boxes for the for the barge yeah because they complained that it got damaged and that they i mean these dinguses just sold the unused box. Like it's an unused box, <laughs> high market yeah, value yeah. for the. But like they, but Hasbro was actually dealing with those people and sending them stuff, which is you know it's remarkable to me. But but they actually understand that people like prioritize the packaging, unlike NECA or something. But um. Well, yeah, I mean they when you buy a Haslab, <laughs> they let you choose the packaging. You know, like you get you get to vote on what your options are too. So. Jazz Inc. has talked about it though, Eddie. Like percentages of what percentage of damaged products do they have to account for and make extras of, basically. But it's a pretty common like thing in production to be. So you all think they're doing it the right way? Though it's like a hundred percent. Yeah, well, but but for any, you know what I mean. But for any, uh, they kind of have that failure rate built in of of what is acceptable and what they're expecting. We're at the whim of what they tell us, right? And apparently yeah, everything yeah. they tell us is on a case-by-case basis. So it's like, okay, could but be? But look, Equan said he was there at the minute and he couldn't get one. And not only that, but he, he said he didn't even see the barge or anything. So how many extra stuff. barges do you think they made, Eddie? If there was 7,000 made. How much Dude, you Kevin Foggy has 1,000. I'm just saying there could be 7,000 extras. You really think so? No, they didn't yes. make that many. No, but this is all. If uh, there was seven, th- if there was seven thousand extras, it wouldn't have sold out in twenty four hours. There's a guy in China with the moles making. No, thousand. no, but then it goes to <laughs> Badfish's point of this is a vault thing now, so they release a little bit every time, for a. This is a new sales tactic now. It's like Disney when they used to do the vault back in the day. And yeah. their their gain is what Sean mentioned: the memberships. They, yeah. they are they do have yeah. something to gain yeah but but a barge box is like a like a small refrigerator i don't You're think being... they produce seven thousand extra you are being incredibly pro right now chris is this the real i just oh because you know why because i'm a guy <laughs> I because I'm, this is a robot i'm a, I'm a guy who sold his barge for seventeen hundred dollars <laughs> That's why nice. I don't care. I'm already, I'm already out of the. I'm, I got nice. out of the barge game within two weeks of getting into. The I barge agree game. that I don't think you need to worry about the value of your whatever, and I don't think it's gonna. It's not enough to change future Haslabs and backers and everything. I just, it's another thing on the yeah. list of why I don't trust this company. There you go. <laughs> I think their 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 margins are so. Um, not thin, but they're so shrewd when it comes to production numbers and things like that. They're not going to make a bunch of extras to be like, hey, in six, seven years, let's release these vaulted items for... Yeah, I don't think it's double. I think they just rounded up. I think they just rounded up to whatever thousand 
they were they were close to. Yeah, that would make the most sense to like you said an even number, because um, a product and also a factory is going to also demand a certain number of orders. So they're not going to let you make seven thousand and eight of these products. They're going to say no. You need to make seventy five hundred or you need to make eight thousand. They're gonna they're gonna demand you and your order yeah. have that. You know what? I'm, what well. I said is dumb. It'll be based on what whatever <laughs> data they have as far as returns and damaged product that people complain about. Like whatever percentage that is on their their most comparable product, that's a hundred percent getting added yeah. to the order, and then they probably round it up from there. Definitely, definitely. But I I see what where Eddie, you can be skeptical about it, but I just think with how quickly they disappeared, I don't think it's, and I, I doubt that that proton pack is go if it goes down. Let me know in price. Let me know. Yeah, yeah they're like. But Equan <laughs> saw no barge, and he was there the first minute. There you go. It, I would be I'm I'd be really curious if this happens again, and if it does, what's available, and and so on. I think they should be clearly communicating what's available. And before I complain that they didn't, they may have, and I haven't seen it yet. I think the the best points that you guys made was Sean with the memberships. That's 100% one of the reasons why they did this. Uh, Badfish. And now I'm blanking on what Badfish said that I thought was a very good point as well. There were some good points made. Rewatch. <laughs> Relisten. Um I don't know. AKA Eddie is not that interested in HasLab and he thinks Hasbro's kind of shady. I'm not a very big conspiracy theorist guy. I just know when you say this is the only shot I have at getting this and then there's another shot, it makes me trust you less. And it makes me think I can wait, probably. I think you can wait on anything except the barge. If you can get a barge at retail price and you actually want one, I would advise you to do that on HasLab Vault number two. Same with that Proton pack. It's. Let me look for it right now. It's it's like over a thousand dollars. Yeah, but from sure. now till from now till like the next fifty years, there'll be somebody making a proton pack that that is screen accurate. That you, you can don't buy. think in the like, next fifty years there's going to be a barge? No, because the, it's like oh, no, there's a hundred percent going to be a barge in no, ten years or less. No, the kid there. It's the there, this was the first one in the forty years since the movie came out, and it's too. It's not. It's you know like there wasn't a vintage or even power of the force two barge that was like small it's it's you know it's the first 25 minutes of return of the jedi it's not going to happen it they, they're going to trickle this one out maybe and find other ways but we don't even know like and we're having this conversation we don't even know for a fact that it was available in this vault thing That's or true. that it will ever will be you know it's the only that and the proton pack are the only two that i could see even worth trying to get so i can't even find many on ebay i'm finding one right now for 1500 us and that's exactly. with the wand that's with the wand for the proton pack but um I i'm positive there's uh there there's i should be finding more i'm not sure why i'm not but um they're they're easily over a thousand dollars now and so they i think, think they started at 400 so so do y'all think it was, a, it was a good idea for them to tag it as charity but still possibly yes uh, I think uh, they'd absolutely get devoured if it wasn't for charity. Because I'd have a much they, different yeah. opinion too if it wasn't for that. charity. Or if it was everything oh, on here. Or if it wasn't if it was still open today and you could get any of the stuff they offered still, that'd be worse. Like I like I, I didn't realize it was already over. Like I already can't participate. That's good. Exactly. For you guys yeah, it was you have so, that stuff. Yeah. 
Or do you think they should have just gave him a lump sum? Because I know that's what Zach said. He goes, uh, you should have just made a uh, donation. To to the charity? Yeah. yeah it would have been interesting their... if they, if they like, matched or something like that. But I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they do other stuff Then it would go against the whole too. purpose of what this was about. We need money! Right. I'm sure they they do other things for charity too. So we can't give awesome. all that away. Listen, listen. If you're if you're in the U.S. and you collect Legends or Black Series, like Pulse is a good proposition. Like you will make your fifty bucks subscription back in free shipping over the course know. of a year if you will collect you, Legends or or if or you Black collect Series. repaints. Yeah. Well, I, sure. <laughs> well, not everyone is as selective as you and I, Eddie. Some some people just get pretty much everything that everything. That, that they YouTubers, put out. Yeah, streamers get everything. Um, yeah, I, I used to have Pulse uh, Premium for a little while. I'm not gonna lie that uh, I didn't like it. It's it's it was worth it at the time for how much I was buying. Yeah, if exactly. You're, if you're buying enough of it, yeah. If you're not, obviously, but. If you, but if you're then they stopped doing stuff. the Power Rangers that I wanted, and <laughs> they stopped. Um, actually, a bunch of shit that I was buying from them, they stopped. They well, started making a million Mark eighty fives and Tom Holland. They Spider-Man. made, you know, they made another one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they made another one, not just another the uh, in not just the box. Infinity Saga one, but they made it a uh, an inter an introduction. It was like a an intro edition for like new collectors or f- or just for kids cuz the other ones are real hard to get <sighs> well kids can't get them i think i kind of hate hasbro now <laughs> i think this stream has showed me good it um, some of their distribution issues it's it is interesting that they still have so many problems with it but i think that's Dylan part of the Dylan said we did call this a while back so Eddie. I don't remember on what stream, but he, he well, said he thought you called it. Listen, they never said they weren't going to do this, and that's how you knew they were. Dylan's expecting me to remember things that I've said in streams. <laughs> that's what I was wondering, too. I was like, are you Be sure? My ancient. I don't know. I think we definitely have mentioned that HasLab will come back in some kind of way. I don't think this counts, though. This vault what? thing is a selling technique. I'm, I was saying more like the barge will be released without the exclusive figure. Or something. My, like my that. thinking is like those molds are somewhere, right? They probably haven't destroyed them. They'd be dumb to. I, I don't think, think these are new. I don't think these are new, newly produced product, Badfish. I think. No, I think, no, no. Yeah. I agree with you. They're not. But I'm saying the molds. To Eddie's point now, that will Haslab come back at some point in some form? I, I, I kind of sort of agree. Like I think maybe in, maybe twenty year anniversary the barge comes out again, like. I could see that happening because it would be so it would be to me it would be silly it would if you're a business that spent all this money you crowdfunded for these unique molds that you've never done before and the cost that they are mm-hmm. um they're for so many unique products i think they've got to re they've yeah, got to well, save that some and the, and to, the temptation of of dipping in then later has got to be there They've already been, they've been doing, that's been the Hasbro model for so long. Like 
you know, like if you collect three and three quarter Star Wars, like when Hasbro first started making Star Wars vehicles for three and three quarter, they literally were using molds from the seventies instead yeah, exactly. of making their own there's new a, vehicles. There's a great point. Like, they weren't even they weren't even made by Hasbro those molds, and they started using them again. And there's going to be a different <laughs> CEO in twenty years who's like, you know what? Yeah. Who cares? They, most of these collectors aren't even freaking yeah. collecting if, anymore. Or if they are, who cares? They're, we've got a whole new so generation. There's not even gone. there's not even leaked pictures of what was available. So what if there is? We we're, we're just not good show oh, okay. hosts. Well, I'll say we can get real tin hat here and say they released nothing and that they use this to sell memberships as pure hype. And I everybody trust was like, they must have sold out in the first minute. Did you we see don't know. pictures we missed of the page, Chris? Because I didn't even no, look. but but like somebody did that for sure. But Equan was there, Equan's a trustworthy yeah, source. So, somebody like, must have screenshot Equan didn't see phone. anything. He said well, he, he, saw, he, he, he listed the ones that he saw, yeah, that's right. and and that he said he couldn't buy anything, and he was camping it, and got on the second it opened, and he still the couldn't get anything. Games. Hey, at least he didn't have to wait a year for it to to finally come out, right? Like the anticipation. At least you got to buy it, right? Exactly. And then they should be shipping it. And of release weeks, Cookie probably. Monster and Rancor. <laughs> I think the memberships thing was a spot on. I think that's. That was a really smart observation for Sean there. That was I think that's exactly what it was. Is they were finding a way to sell premium memberships. All right, guys. Oh. Moving on, we do have a vintage talk. It's been a while, Chris. What do you yeah, got man. for us? All right. Well, I'll just uh, I'll I'll ask you to progress uh, as needed on here, just because it's a little bit narrative, Sean. But uh, you know. Some funny stuff happens in the vintage Star Wars collecting community, and I just got to share it with you guys because you want to talk like extreme nerds who get deep into the minutia of stuff to the point where you'd be annoyed by talking to them. This is where it's at. So, like, so you know, I, I, I feel like you know earlier in a previous episodes we've talked about how how big a deal store displays are for like vintage Star Wars collectors, right? Like that's big money stuff. You know, back in the seventies, your Star Wars figures first came out. They had these counter display things where they stacked the three and three quarter carded figures in. Those go for big money, thousands, right? So like this week, one shows up from that's supposedly from this company called Glass Leet, which is like that's the licensee in Brazil that had the original Star Wars three and three quarter figures. And on the right here, you see a TIE fighter. Now, the interesting thing about this Brazilian licensee is that these, th this is the last company in the sort of vintage three and three quarter era, like the original trilogy era, to get the the Kenner figure license. This is like 1988, and they're re they're releasing the stuff that came out seven, eight years earlier, and uh, they had new boxes. Like you see this Tie Fighter box, they had like paintings on there that art that was not used in America or anywhere else. So it's you know it's highly collectible stuff. People are really into it. So this, so somebody, so a very famous, well-known collector who I'm not going to name post this store display and they're like, check out this cool store display that I got. It's from 1993. It's glass light to magazine store display. It's really cool. It looks great. Blah, blah, blah. And it sets the nerd internet Facebook communities on fire because they're like, we've never seen this before. This is very cool. I don't know. And, and this is a very, this collector has screen use props, very high profile collector. So you're not skeptical of it right away. And you see, you can probably see on the bottom there, there's this really cool shot of the 
Millennium Falcon that's clearly based on the Kenner toy. And it's like sort of a painting that's like, that makes sense because when they did these vehicles, it was a, they used sort of a painting style rather than a picture of the toy. So it's like, wow, this is really fascinating. This could be a new discovery. We haven't seen this before. So if you go to the next slide there, Sean, you can see where the nerds start really picking things apart. It didn't take long for somebody to point out that, you know what, that Millennium Falcon picture is actually a Hildebrandt Brothers painting from 1996, Shadows of the Empire. So the year that was placed on this and the copyright that the, that the uh, creator made was already wrong because Shadows of the Empire is 1996. You can't get anything past these nerds. So, uh, you know, they put a, there's a printed 1993 copyright on the store display, yet it has art from 1996. So, you know, that's a big red flag. It's probably, there's something a little bit fishy going on here. And uh, maybe it's not real. Again, you fire over to the next one if you want. So basically, before the end of the day, uh, the nerds had pilloried this post to the point where the original poster made an update saying that this is a fan-made piece from Brazil and uh, it never existed, but it was made to deceive people that it was once created 30 years ago, but now it's a fun spare toilet paper holder for the bathroom. But, uh, you know, the same seller was making like fake He-Man store displays and stuff too. And uh, it was just a fascinating experience to see something within the course of a day go from a new discovery to every minute detail being pulled apart by vintage Star Wars collecting nerds. And now this very high high profile collector who had it in their collection is, uh, you know, they, they don't like, it's not a good look in this community to post something that's fake. So, you know, good on them for updating the post and uh, dealing with the, the shame of that the community has placed upon them for sharing this. But, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it was just a fun, sort of uh, detective story that uh, that I saw folding out on Facebook this week. So the guy originally said it was a cool collector's item, and then he went back and said, it's a fake, but it's cool still. Yeah, well, the seller... Yeah, the seller obviously didn't disclose that they made it. <laughs> and it was probably a few hundred dollars. And they sold several of them. And the high-profile collector didn't know that? Well, sometimes when you... Um, let's put it this way. Like when your budget is like when your budget for Star Wars nonsense is very high, your over scrutiny of every individual item that you buy goes down. Mm. So they, mm. they probably could have researched it more, but, uh, cause you know, what are the odds that all these Star Wars nerds have never seen it before? Not very good. You know, <laughs> it, the, I was going to say it is really cool what they did with it. It's so like, um, like it's like a, like a hard card stock they were using or something oh, yeah. and the pr the way they uh, printed it out and stuff it, it's pretty inspiring it makes you almost want to do a little store display make your own little store display That'd yeah man cool. the key is yeah. make your own original art that the nerds will not recognize from 1996 <laughs> uh, just do, do it for your own collection though but, uh, yeah exactly yeah, and you know if it were cool. marketed if it were marketed as such people wouldn't have a problem with it but you know now everybody's sharing this guy's ebay username and warning everyone not to buy from him at least for the prices he's asking yeah makes sense it'd be cool to have a little shop in your in your collection room right like just like from uh, back in the day you know that's someone who would be like uh more into the shopping experience you know like walking into a toy store and yeah finding, that's a like, lot of 
that's a lot of vintage collectors. The store displays are a big deal. So last thing on on the whole HasLab thing, here's the here's the page that had the uh, the available HasLab. So you had the HasLab Heroes Quest game system, uh, the Mythic and the Heroic. You had the uh, Transformers Victory Saber, the uh, Plasma series, yeah, Plasma series um, Proton Pack, uh, Unicron, and then the GI Joe uh, Strike uh, Sky Striker. So the coolest thing on here is Unicron. We can all rest easy. Yeah, definitely. I would I would say the Proton Pack, but but yeah, they uh, they <laughs> sold out apparently in two minutes, and all the classic like people couldn't get it in their cart or had it in their cart and checked out and then it was gone. So, so it was very limited. That's for sure. All right, guys. Uh, the last thing we have is just a little bit of hot or not. We have three figures on the, uh, the list here. Uh, the first one being the Sentinels Marvel fighting armor, Magneto action figure. This is going to be $99. Uh, due out June of next year. It's going to come with a Magneto figure, three pairs of hands, a cape, two effect pieces, and a stand. And I think this thing looks amazing. I'm going hot. Uh, This is the first villain from this line that they're doing. Previously, I think they had the Black Panther, the Wolverine, Captain America. Uh, I think there was a couple more that they did, but I think this looks great. And if you've listened long enough, I am just, I'm not an X-Men fan, but this is really, really cool. Uh, just the, the soft goods on the cape, like the way they've have, had it posed. It's, it's a really, it looks like a really great figure. Uh, Badfish, what do you think? Not the, the biggest X-Men uh, person either, but um, it is very Iron Man-esque uh, with the, the, face mask and whatnot and even the chest almost reminds me of like having his um uh geez what does he call it what's the core in his arc chest? reactor the arc, arc reactor, reactor. uh but yeah that, it's pretty pretty interesting looking uh even i know I, that i i personally I, I personally like more of the uh i i knew it was brain fart uh i like personally more of like the screen accurate stuff whether it be comic or movie or like as cool as like the samurai star wars stuff is uh i would i would never buy that stuff just because yeah it's just i don't know i still think it is cool so i i will stay still say hot but it's just it's like just edge on the line there for me and that's just because you think it looks cool not necessarily into it yeah, the paint job is cool, like you said, the soft goods. But yeah, the something about the boots are a little, and I don't know. Like I said, I like more screen accurate stuff. I'd be more interested in like a, a comic one from the or one from the animated series show or something that would be cooler to me. What do you think, uh, Eddie? Yeah, it's a not for me. I can't be bothered with mashups. Um... I thought the effects were cool because I think Magneto needs to come with more effects, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's not something that ever interests me, no matter what kind of mashup it is. That's the perfect word, mashups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chris? Perfect, uh, perfect figure for your Star Wars collection. Spice it up a you little know, bit. You know what? 
I was gonna say I was gonna say hot, but Eddie convinced me like mashups are stupid, even though this is aesthetically pleasing to some level. And also, like I bet you, like if Magneto's wearing metallic armor, he has to be really careful that he doesn't like accidentally <laughs> like shoot his own arm off or something. You know what I mean? Just by thinking, just by maybe he has an itch and his brain just does the wrong thing and his arm just gets like launched. You know what I mean? Like that's not good. It's not safe. You know, I'm not gonna say not. All right. And then the uh, next figure, the one that Eddie was most excited for, the Haya Toys Godzilla PX uh, preview exclusive for $51. Uh, Q3 of next year, and pre-orders are open. We should... Uh, are you, go, you go ahead, Sean, with the... I would say we should talk about this, because I know Eddie wanted to talk about well, I want to hear and from I, have Eddie, some, so... I have some questions about this as well yeah inter- introduce this introduce this a little bit eddie i don't know what i'm going to be able to offer other than what you said <laughs> but the the paint apps look really good and that you know with all the godzilla hype that we have with mm-hmm. minus one and new godzilla kong coming out and monarch i am definitely wanting some kind of godzilla in my collection and um I know there's a couple different offerings from Super 7, SH Monster Arts, uh, some other sort of statue-esque companies, and then Haya Toys. And Haya Toys doesn't seem to be that much smaller than SH Monster Arts, and it's about a third of the price. And the paint apps look better to me. Uh, And they have an extensive uh, character, like, uh, log. Like, they've done several yeah. different uh monsters well, already and their other... predator and alien line is yeah. crazy deep they're like 30 40 figures each yeah um so honestly right now this might be the most tempted i am like this line might be the most tempted but this is a newly released from the original godzilla they ha- i don't think they've done a minus one godzilla yet so this is the one that leads up to uh godzilla and kong yeah yeah okay uh, okay. So there's two or three Godzilla movies coming out. Well, it's a, Monarch. it's a, it's a, it's, there's one, there's, yeah, Monarch is a show that's a continuation uh, of Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. The American that one. So that's this so Godzilla and Monarch, yeah. basically. So there's two movies, basically. There's, there's a series. Three movies. Three in, the, of this Godzilla, there's three movies. There's but coming Godzilla, out right now. King of Monsters. Minus... And versus Kong. Yeah. So that's but, three. And then we have, uh, I don't know what the next one is, Godzilla and Kong something. That's oh, That would like be the a, fourth movie. They team up, right? Yeah. That, at least that's what they make it look like. It's yeah. a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, the, but yeah, Minus One is a totally different uh, design. Yeah. Completely yeah. different story, director, everything. everything so. See, that it, was my big, my big they're question. They're coming out minus. so close together. That's why I was surprised. Yeah, it's almost like Toho doesn't care what America is currently doing with Godzilla. They don't care so much. They'll even make a sequence in a movie of Japanese Godzilla beating up the American version of Godzilla. That's what they've (laughs) that's what they've done in the past. Like that's the level of disrespect they have for American Godzilla. So they'll put out their movie. That happened. You can you look it up on YouTube, it happened. But uh but uh you know this is this is cool, but I don't know, man. I like the like this is almost like you can tell how the design team approached like this version of Godzilla. They're like, well, if he's a dinosaur, 
He's not going to have the funny dog nose that Japanese Godzilla has, but uh, I, I, I don't know, man. That the uh, the Japanese version just has a little more character, in my opinion. And if High Toys is doing this one, they're going to get around to minus one, and that might be. I mean, minus one's not, you know, the face is a little different, but other than that, like, you know, it's a modern Godzilla design that doesn't quite look like a man in the suit, so. I don't know. I would hold out for the minus one, maybe, because I, I this series didn't really do it for me. But aesthetically, you can't argue with this. Like Eddie was saying, the detail in the paint apps, this looks a lot better than when NECA was doing Godzilla. And this is like two inches shorter than that or something. And like, look at these shots, man. Like, look at the face detail. You know, that eye is like a millimeter wide and you can sort of see just a little glint in there. That's good stuff. The joints are the, well uh... hidden. Yeah. I think the shading in the chest to the scales is what kind of I know. Yeah, you got a little bit yeah. lighter brown in the middle there. It's good. It's not all one color at all. If you compare like to that new SH Monster Art minus one Godzilla that just came out, that thing, the paint apps on that, there's a uh, quite a few QC issues on that one. I've been really tempted to get into high toys. The only one I have is like the jungle hunter like original predator but like their robocop stuff is cool they made an alien queen in a couple different versions that i really want but like i've been i've been holding off but this i mean this looks really good and you know it's only 16 centimeters tall you know but it looks beautiful most of it is that scale you like too right well, it's Godzilla, so it's not, but yeah, most of it is. <laughs> but the Predator is cool because you can put the Predator murdering like Rose Tico or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was telling I was telling Chris backstage uh, when y'all had mentioned the high uh, Godzilla and I was I've been thinking about getting a Godzilla myself too. I I don't know, there's just something about with all the hype and all the and you and that's all it is for me is the hype, you know. I don't really follow Godzilla at all. The Watch minus, minus one. one. Minus Watch one it. looks amazing, and I've heard nothing but great things. Looks uh, good, yeah. but just to have a, like a modern day representation of of a Godzilla, especially like the ones that have been released, would be a lot of fun. I think this looks great. I'm gonna go hot as far as the uh, figure goes. I would just need to do more research, and I think follow Chris's advice as well to uh, wait to see what the minus comes out with. You know, I think I think that's going to be the deal breaker, at least maybe for this one, just depending on what they're fixing on the other on the because you said there was yeah. if, issues. If you're going for just one representation of a cool Godzilla, then I would do minus one, too. I, I do want representation from the movies now and the minus one. Um, also, this isn't even the coolest version of this Godzilla. This is when yeah. he was starting off. So in. <laughs> King of Monsters and Godzilla versus Kong, his, his scales get bigger. Um, they kind of like, like shoot out of his of, out of his back. And then like there's atomic and, breath. Yeah, and, yeah, but uh, like so, this one doesn't that Prime One statue. <laughs> so this doesn't have like a breath piece or anything, right? I it would be shown so, here. No. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, minus one is not like you know, it's not wildly different than this. The face is just a little more evocative of that like mid '80s like mid 90s like period where he has the, like the dog nose i don't know something about that something about the original designers not understanding that a reptile wouldn't have a dog nose appeals to me so like you know i like the dog nose on godzilla and this guy doesn't have it the yeah, things I'm looking that stand out the, to uh, me the most are the face and the feet 
I'm looking through the article and it doesn't look like it's anything but the figure. Yeah. So this is this is from the the start of that new series then, the 2014 movie. Exactly. You have to answer the, this question yep. one more fucking time. Man. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm, Eddie, which one was this again, Eddie? You said the King of Monsters one was It's just called different. Godzilla. It's just called no, Godzilla. I'm just, I'm just 2014 asking, movie. Yeah. So, yeah, but it is King, technically that same Godzilla and Monarch because it's the same um, yeah. time frame. So. They I, just can't I help think, themselves but redesign every movie a little bit. I, I think this is the coolest. Uh, are, do these normally go up in price? Sorry, I should say. Uh, these higher toy ones, or if you, if you I, like I feel like no, it? because anything I've ever looked at from them, I've seen at retail like for like a long time. Like I, I don't know how, how their direct ordering goes, but like I, I see wave one of their predator stuff like still at local comic shops. So I don't know. So see, at least you can wait. Eddie, do, do you, you said you want to get both, but do you prefer this or the minus one design or? Uh, the minus one design is cooler. cooler. I just I do enjoy the films. They're nowhere near as good as minus one, but I I like the design and I like the film, so I I wouldn't mind having at this price point. I don't feel like I need to get one. If it was a Monster Arts, maybe I'd be more limited, but I think I'm pretty set on not getting Monster Arts because these are a little bit uh, easier scale too. Like there's um there's a Ghidorah coming out that. Even for this scale, it's still like 23-inch wingspan, but it's a pretty sick Ghidorah, so I can see myself having a shelf of monsters. Uh, definitely, yeah, this is a better scale for sure because they could fill up the space fast. Like, But they, like, uh, I don't know if I said hot or not, but yeah, hot for sure. Like uh, Chris was saying with the joints, I was going to say they're, they're hidden well. They kind of like just go well into the... Even though you can see them, they're just, they they mold scales. Well. Yeah, they mold scales. Well the scales. I think. But um, his legs the are this coolest the part to me. <laughs> yeah. If I can get the tail in a good whipping motion, I think that's what his arms and legs are always basically in the same kind of. Except for in the that newest Godzilla trailer where it's he's like, like full eh. out running, <laughs> sprinting in the trailer. I'm like, good god, man, this Dude. guy can move now. And in minus well, one, for the they almost twenty four movie. Yeah, well, in the yeah. series, the Monarch series you're talking about, right, or what? But, but like, in Minus One, it's funny. Like, his arms just sort of, like, sit there forward like this. Like, it's, not, it's as if they're, like, trying to emulate a guy who could barely move in a giant suit or something. They're just, like, barely. They just sort of sit out front as if, like, there's so much rubber that the guy's just, like, getting lazy in the costume. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> they're not doing a whole lot. It's good. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the Minus One trailer. I'll have to check out the ones for the newer... The... Uh, the other one they had just dropped that uh that new one just just after minus one came out or i think so that's why i was confused and i i'm behind on news and just was like baby christmas coming up and all that so i haven't had a chance to actually do any looking into what what was coming up sounds like a canadian to me I'm just behind on the whole monster series. Hey man, I saw minus one. That's true. I can't group. I can't group Chris into that one. So, (laughs) dude, I not only have I seen minus one, I saw Rebel Moon in theaters like five days ago. How have you seen Shin Godzilla? Yeah, the newer, like the newer one, right? Yeah, well, it's from like four years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. Is that like how good is that compared to minus one? Because I want to watch way less good. Way it's good, but good? It, yeah, but the CGI. It's the same is just director, not, no? Yeah, but the CG. I don't know if it's the same director, but the I CGI. 
like I think we finally hit the point where like that like minus one has a fifteen million dollar budget, maybe less, which is like first of all like astonishing the way the way it looks, and like mm-hmm. but I think we've only just recently hit the point where you don't see that the impact of that budget and the CGI. You watch Shin Godzilla, some of it looks like like a video game, like the CGI. Yeah, I've seen it's a, um, yeah. Godzilla versus I've seen like videos on YouTube of I think it's Godzilla versus like I want to say it's Megalodon but it's not the shark it's like that thing with the spike hands and like the yeah. beak and that looks like pretty shitty yeah. gold well, game <laughs> CGI yeah no Shin Godzilla has its moments of that but but also it gets points because like the that design of Godzilla is like metal as fuck basically. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> like, sick. It's like That's death metal Godzilla. Check it out. Yeah, the color is dope too. <laughs> yeah, yeah and really just like parts it. where he's just like he just looks like a fish that's just like spraying blood. It's like, what are we even watching? When he's like the, yeah. what is that? Like the younger version or the? No, he just like molts or something. Yeah, I don't know. he just starts in yeah, the middle of the street, just starts spraying weird. blood everywhere. That's crazy. <laughs> but, but I don't know. It's you know, it was it was good, but minus one, just the effects. Like you don't question the CGI, and considering the budget, that's crazy. That's all I'm saying. So our last figure that we have coming out for Hot or Not is the Star Wars Black Series C-3PO uh, B-1 Battle Droid Body and Super Battle Droid for $49.99 due out this spring. Um, I'm kind of looking at what Mark Pearson's saying here. Uh, more reissues? Is that is that true, Chris? Well, I, I, I think this is the maybe i'm showing my black series ignorance here i think this is the first super battle droid but of course the b1 you've been able to get in multiple different versions up to this point and i mean right that's smart on their part because everybody wants a b1 will pay the inflated price for this set which features numerous parts including a c-3po head that they've already made um i would fall into that category i think you know hot toys put out of a version of this recently i think they can get away with it because it's funny and it looks like how it does in the movie this i do not need a black series version of a b1 with a c3po head i would like a super battle droid and you better believe they're gonna release a single box version of the super battle droid so i would just wait for that but uh that's definitely a not hot from me because it's like give me that super battle droid Um, I was going to go not as well. I think the super battle droid, it looks the best. And, uh, as much as I don't collect star Wars, this would be pretty cool to have, uh, just so many memories, right. From, from, uh, clone wars and stuff like that. Uh, the movie, I should say, uh, die but... Jedi dogs. There you go. <laughs> Look at Eddie making a direct quote from attack of the clones. You love to see it. That's good stuff, man. What my, about you, Batfish? This is the one that seen. you posted. <laughs> yeah, um, I mainly put this because it's just uh, the the most recent Star Wars uh, thing. But personally, I agree with yeah, definitely agree with Chris. This is, I, I believe, this is the first um, B one Battle Droid, Super but, Battle Droid. Yes, uh, one is the B one is the the stupid Episode One the battle Super droid. Battle Droid. Sorry, yeah. Uh, First super battle droid, but the f- if this was um, not C three PO's head, this would probably change my answer from a not to a hot. Nice, uh, but the fact that you get 
it would be cool then because you could army build them, right? Oh yeah. But well, no. This, how about this? You can't but starting really... up, Badfish. But yeah, you're you're highlighting the fact that they should have included the B1 head, and it would have cost them nothing. It should just be an accessory or something. Yeah. Like, but then I would be happy. But yeah, I I want the Super Battle Droid just to have a couple on my shelf because I do like Clone Wars stuff. I I still like those those prequel movies, but um, yeah, I don't I don't know. This is and this is going to be like Canadian. This is going to be like what 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, probably is six, like Super 59. Battle Droid missing a blaster coming out of his arm. No, it's yeah. like, what it, a noob. Yeah, he it's use the, a blaster. It's in his forearm. Well, not a blaster, but like it's in like it's in like the top of his arm, right? It it, I think it, sort it of comes is out. there. You just can't see it. Maybe on the. It might be very. It's on the right forearm. Yeah, it's on the right sure. forearm. It might just be very badly shown. I can see if there's another picture. And I'll have to tell you right now, but. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's probably there. That'd be a big oversight that even Hasbro wouldn't normally do. But uh, but you know, I'd be interested to see if his wrist can sort of turn uh, so it's like sort of flat to the ground like it is when they are firing in the movie. But um, yeah, man, you know, Badfish is right. Like, what would it have cost them to include that? You know, been extra dope. extra head there, right? Yeah. Instead, people of... would have bought so many of these if they would have done that. I don't know. Instead of the B1 battle droid, throw in a droidica and uh, oh. with the battle, the super battle droid, and watch how many of those two packs sell. Holy shit. It definitely has the blaster on their arm. On the right arm. Okay. Just FYI. But yeah, the, the, it is cool. Like, he, he folds down, like, the 3PO folds down and stuff. But yeah, the fact that they pigeonhole you in and you can't. You could have army built this in a way. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like a double army builder if you include like a half of one cent super battle uh, yeah. B one head. Like wow, Crazy. what an oversight! This is one of those things where you like you know you get on there. You I bet you look at the comments on this and that's all it is. It's like yeah. such an obvious thing. You know, Eddie, what would be cool with what you said with the Jordan car, right? Is if they had Jordan. like. Uh, they had like a Sue Storm kind of like shield where you could like peg into the middle, like like with the uh, with the shield popping up like that. That would be so cool. That's a great idea. Dude, Look yeah, at Sean's just like, yo, Sean's like, Sean's like, I don't even know what Star Wars is, but how about a Droidica with like the clear shield? Like, that'd be awesome. I would totally buy that. That's so weird. It's like you start talking like episode one stuff and he's like, yeah, man, I, you know, I'm using the canon name for the droid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and um, I love the part where they say "beam me up," or even um, <laughs> Geonosians. If yep. they threw in those, have they made those in Black Series? No, not in Black What series. if they did a battle think, droid with yeah. Geonosians? Super battle droid with G? That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have sold. People yeah, would people want would to army those. build those too. And then we get like a Hazlab Arena. Because then, you, <laughs> oh my god, then you can have Jedi's make, cutting them down, right? When they make the three pack. With the monsters from that arena, I will buy has or Black Series again. When they make there like the the bull thing that was fighting Anakin and the big spider yeah. thing and the Dude, tiger, there's the three three quarter set that actually has all three of those it goes for like five hundred bucks. It's crazy. Dude, I actually think I might have had those toys when I was a kid. That set they, I might have had. They sold them individually and all together, and the three pack goes it's for crazy. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah dude. Those would be, I would definitely get those. I would even 
get the monsters or the creatures over Anakin, Obi Wan. I don't need it. But a uh, uh, battle damaged Padme in that outfit Eddie. would be tempting. The real question is: <laughs> the real question is, can you can you name all three creatures? Absolutely no. not. Can any of you? No, if I can't, not anymore. I you used could, to be yeah. able to. Are you asking wow. just to include me? I, I used yeah. to be able to. Well, he knows a Droidica. It's Ackley, uh, Reek. What yeah. the heck is the cat called? It's Nexu. that's the weirdest one. Yeah, Nexu. Yeah, there you go. Wow. But um, I, I gotta fan. ask before we go into the the before we move on to the last bit here, Chris Rebel Moon, you saw it. So how, without spoilers, it's getting panned right now. Yeah, it's getting panned because critics are bought and sold by the man. It's good. It's good. It's wow. good. Thank God. Okay, I I have faith that I have because my heart sank when I saw those like those headlines. I was really yeah. looking forward to it. So the fact you're saying it's good is gives me some hope. Well, the key is to look at any cool movie on Rotten Tomatoes. And notice that the critic score is lower than the audience score. It's also cool to hate Snyder right now. So exactly, it's cool to hate Snyder. Disney's doing bad in the box office. Shill critics gonna shill. It's the it's audience good movie. score is seventy three percent. So there listen, you go. yeah, you know it's 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 um it, you know that it there's a meme. It there people love to talk about how it was pitched as a Star Wars movie to Lucasfilm. They didn't want to do it, but that's not the, you know it's not Star Wars. It's closer to like chronicles of riddick or like alien resurrection it's just it's just like it's just it's just an edgy generic sci-fi movie that but you know we're not allowed to have those anymore you don't get your rated r chronicles of riddick nonsense anymore it's just not something that's offered to us and we're not allowed to have it anymore so it's it's a unique treat and uh it's you know that's it's closer to that stuff than star wars but i 100 percent endorse it and uh i i got i got a i got a exclusive 70 millimeter it was they they played it in 70 millimeter film i don't know when the last time i saw something in theaters on actual film was but it was like popping and scratching it was crazy and they gave a poster wow. saying 70 millimeter screening at the door it was awesome cool. but you know the thing is i don't know if i like it more because i was forced to watch it on a big screen in a dark room and maybe if you're watching netflix and you got the kids screaming in the next room you got the lights on you're playing on your phone Maybe you won't appreciate it as much as I did, but I had a great time. I, I would definitely that'd be one I would definitely have to get the 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 mood to. I miss movies so much because we used to go all the time, but just with the pandemic that changed a lot, and then we moved to a city that kind of has a crappy theater. Well, and this was only, only open so many days a week. Yeah, so this was one theater in Toronto. So this was not a the- theatrical release, right? It was know, just yeah, playing at yeah. the like the TIFF, like Bell Lighthouse Theater in Toronto. That's it, and that like. Sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know they should Netflix movie, right? Exactly, and I think it yeah. came out today or yesterday, so you should be able to watch it. It know? was really, yeah. I will watch that after this. Yeah. I think. Cool. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it, but yeah, yeah no. I... Shout out to Mark Pearson as well with all it, with all his comments right now. <laughs> yeah, I know he's he's on a good one. I love you, Mark. He should be here. Thanks for well, y'all. That is him. our show for this week. I'm not gonna lie; I am pretty obsessed with this Hasbro stuff right now. I don't know why, but I don't <laughs> know if it's because like I'm on my way out of Hasbro myself. You know, I have the legends I need that I feel like I need. Even some of those I'm looking at maybe offloading. I got my in-game set back here, which is SH and Legends, and you know I got all my Power Rangers. So I'm looking for something a little bit more now. You know. I, I really want to kind of 
go a little bit more into the uh, Four Horsemen stuff. Um, that fear, the Fure line, was uh, was really cool. Um, you know what? I don't remember if I ever showed that off, but um, definitely want to get into some of those Cosmic Legions, Legions and stuff. So that's what my uh, hopefully my twenty twenty four is going to look like. But we do want to shout out our three pillars, our Patreones for giving us a great year and allowing us to do what we love to do. Starting with Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, uh, Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valens, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joel Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Gun Figs, Bad Fish, Toy Cartel, and again, Bad Fish, congratulations on your collector award. Um, Dan Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krent, Big Fern, Cesar Marroquin, um, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bamowski, uh, Rick DiGorio, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin uh, Azucena, Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Takathri, Wa, Derek B, uh, Aries Portillo, Alvin J, Arliss Delgado. I think that's how you said it. I, I listened Arellis. to it the last show. Arliss, right? Arellis. Arellis. Uh, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D-Rock, Matt Clavenger, uh, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Don Matan, uh, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Luis Bennett, Chip Heron, Jimmy Hernandez, and G- or, I'm sorry, Gigi, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Uh, November. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, your November December benefits were the uh, J A N or J A F N sticker, and then the C W three hundred sticker for December. And cool set of stickers too. Yeah, definitely cool set. And then if you want to join the Empire, you can start off with the with the hot seat, where you'll get Ox After Dark and the Patreon chat and weekly shoutouts. Sweet Angel for seven fifty. Uh, you'll get this includes stickers sent straight to your door as well as Ox After Dark replays. Uh, the stickers will be sent out every other month. Certified Crispy for $15. This will include a certified Crispy certificate on first pledge. Assistance with figure fixes by Zach. I am not sure if he's taking those right now. Uh, I know he was uh, thinking about maybe switching that up a little bit and uh you'll get all the previous benefits uh international international postage will be charged at cost for the certificate and uh if you're a water if you're a water guy and you've ever actually had a figure fixed by zach write us about it i want to hear about that (laughs) and if you want to be the water guy for 25 dollars uh this will come This will come with the uh, Pog Deluxe set on first pledge, doubles of all the stickers and benefits of the previous tier. International postage above $5 will be charged at cost for the Pogs with stickers sent every other month. And then we have our YouTube members with uh, Absolute Irwin, Alvin J., uh, Andrew Gibo, Benjamin Hansen, uh, Big Ol' Fern, Bob Dylan, CC3PO, uh, Chris V, CT603, D, uh, DJ, Daminator, Doc Smizzle, Equan, Fat Batman, Garbear, uh, Good Ol' Spotchicla. <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, I think Gotham's- it's a Star Wars thing. Spotchka. Spotchka. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Uh, 
Gotham Cenobites, Justin Sports Cards, LV Avenger 702, Mark Pearson, Mike Litteris, uh, Money Mendez. Thanks again, Eddie, for being here. Uh, OG Fan, uh, OMFG Rick, 16 Figure Focus, Paul Schreiber, uh, Philip the Fool, S Beam, uh, Sam Giss, Scarn Lord, uh, SpongeBob Squareballs, Sunny Vale, Sunny Vale Russ, uh, The Ben Thomas Show, and Toy Mafia. And if you want to be uh, one of the YouTube members, you can do it for two $2.99 with the peanut gallery or $0.99 cents, uh, for the Patreonies only with the loyalty badges. And here is all of our shows with Collecting Weekly Unboxing on Mondays, the main show Collecting Weekly Live on Tuesdays, Ox After Dark Wednesdays, Small Talk and OFAC on, uh, on Thursdays, and then... Uh, uh, just another Friday nights who kick off our Fridays. Now live and let dice bricks and brews who just had a show. And then we get ox PD. Um, and that is all of our network stuff. Feel free to message us guys. I really want to know what you guys think about the Hasbro stuff. Um, any new things coming for 2024 things you might like to see. I am willing to change up some stuff to, to throw out some more new stuff. But guys, do you have any shout outs before we go? Uh, yeah, just real quick. Um, you know, it's been it's been our joy to be part of the small talk team this year. And you guys have been great. And uh, it's I'm, I'm looking forward to keeping it going. And, um, you know, we put out a couple a couple cool things that, you know, they could they could have a little more views. So, you know, go ahead, go back and check out that uh, the interview with Ross from uh, yep. Cyberzoic or uh, Beasts of the Mesozoic or Creative Beast Studios, whatever, na- you know, all that stuff. Check it out. We put some a little bit of extra editing into that. And uh, it's a nice inside look at some of the the production techniques used over over with them. But, uh, you know, it's been fun. And uh, I appreciate you guys uh, making it a joyous experience. And uh, it's been cool to be part of the CW family this year. You know, Chris, uh, for mentioning the, the, the interview with Ross and all that, if you guys did miss it, Go look at the video spot on the Collecting Weekly channel. It's not going to be on the lives. It's going to be where the the videos are. So if you're watching things in order or listening to things in order, you will not find episode 105, which was the interview in the lives. Um, Badfish, Money Mendez, anything? Go ahead, Badfish. I'll go after you, man. Uh, just a uh, shout out to everyone who's watched this year, anyone who's been a guest, uh, all that good stuff. As uh, Mark Pearson was saying, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, it's coming up, I can't believe it's like what a few days away. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I, I, it doesn't seem like it, but I'm definitely in the Christmas spirit this year. Because <laughs> um, um, like I don't have like any Christmassy things. I was gonna get some Christmas lights up here, but we've just been so busy with stuff this year, getting prepped for. And my son's been sick like for the last three weeks, oh, basically. So how he, old is he, he again, man? He's just turned sixteen months, so he's not even two oh. years old yet. But he he, our daycare provider had pink eye, and then he got it from them on Tuesday. Of course. So it's like. And he just got over like a real bad cough and stuff like that. And so it's, it's just been kind of uh, a big cycle, but in, 
at the same time we've been I've been really excited for it so the tree is up so that's the important part <laughs> and uh, I still have to wrap a few things so yeah man Merry Christmas and yeah I hope everyone has a great time with their families and and uh, yeah shout out to everyone this year it was great shout out to Chris and Sean as well and like Eddie as I said all the guests and it was a fun it was fun being part of the team and uh, looking forward as Chris said to, to what we'll have next year plan on going somewhere or? <laughs> no looking forward to being uh, there I, I've had a great time being part of it by you know joining basically mm -hmm. but uh, yeah looking forward to what we have next year who, who knows what will uh, come along with small talk but thanks for everyone watching yeah I'll um I'll second everything that you guys said and um, uh, huge props and respect and just good job to Sean Chris and Badfish you guys have Sean's take on the leadership role and Chris and Badfish the most uh, the most uh, watch viewers of the channel when me and, uh, and Sean and, and uh, Dylan were doing it and now you guys are part of the family here and then uh, I'm sure that Dylan watches silently in his room in the dark with a slight tear in his eye <laughs> with his weird mustache how proud he is of you guys Keeping so, the tradition. Yeah. weirder and weirder <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you guys you guys really bring a uh, uh, I don't know, a certain cool thing to small talk. Uh, I think you guys are a good um, addition to it. And uh, I really enjoy being on the streams when I can. So it's fun to co come back and forth. And um, Yeah, I think this is the last show I will be on before Christmas on CW. So Merry Christmas to everybody. And uh, I'll be on one before New Year's, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, happy holidays, all the whole thing. And enjoy. Well said, guys. Well oh, yeah. said. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, go spend time with your family. Uh, take a break from your figures and go go spread some of that Christmas cheer. And uh, we will see you guys in 2014. Oh, Bye. what? <laughs> 2014. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> guys, you got the time it. machine. Yep. Yeah. Well, what the? Godzilla. Uh, 2024, guys. I watched too much Next things about the universe resetting this earlier, and now you got me all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jumbo. All right, guys. See you next time.